time, the eldest with not a soul with her, and the whole company crowding about the youngest. The eldest, though she was unaccountably dull, could not help but notice it, and would have given all her beauty to have half the wit of her sister. The queen, prudent as she was, could not help reproaching her several times, which had liked to have made this poor princess die for grief. One day, as she retired into the wood to bewail her misfortune, she saw, coming to her, a little man, very disagreeable, but most magnificently dressed. This was the young prince Riquet with the tuft, who, having fallen in love with her by seeing her picture, many of which went all the world over, had left his father's kingdom to have the pleasure of seeing and talking with her. Overjoyed to find her thus all alone, he addressed himself to her with all imaginable politeness and respect. Having observed after he had made her the ordinary compliments that she was extremely melancholy, he said to her, I cannot comprehend, madam, how a person so beautiful as you are can be so sorrowful as you seem to be. For though I can boast of having seen infinite numbers of ladies exquisitely charming, I can say that I never beheld any one whose beauty approaches yours. You are pleased to say so, answered the princess, and here she stopped. Beauty, replied Riquet with the tuft, is such a great advantage that it ought to take the place of all things, and since you possess this treasure, I see nothing that can possibly very much afflict you. I had far rather, cried the princess, be as ugly as you are, and have wit, than have the beauty I possess and be so stupid as I am. There is nothing, madam, returned he, shows more that we have wit than to believe we have none and it is the nature of that excellent quality that the more people have of it, the more they believe they want it. I do not know that, said the princess, but I know very well that I am very senseless, and thence proceeds the vexation which almost kills me. If that be all, madam, which troubles you, I can very easily put an end to your affliction. And how will you do that? cried the princess. I have the power, madam, replied Riquet with the tuft to give to that person whom I shall love best as much wit as can be had. And as you, madam, are that very person, it will be your fault only if you have not as great a share of it as any one living, provided you will be pleased to marry me. The princess remained quite astonished, and answered not a word. I see, replied Riquet with the tuft, that this proposal makes you very uneasy, and I do not wonder at it, but I will give you a whole year to consider it. The princess had so little wit, and at the same time so great a longing to have some, that she imagined the end of that year would never be. Therefore she accepted the proposal which was made her. She had no sooner promised Riquet with the tuft that she would marry him on that day twelve month, than she found herself quite otherwise than she was before. She had an incredible facility of speaking whatever she pleased, after a polite, easy, and natural manner. She began that moment a very gallant conversation with Riquet with the Tuft, wherein she tattled at such a rate, that Riquet with the Tuft believed he had given her more wit than he had reserved for himself.
When she returned to the palace, the whole court knew not what to think of such a sudden and extraordinary change, for they heard from her now as much sensible discourse and as many infinitely witty turns as they had stupid and silly impertinences before. The whole court was overjoyed at it beyond imagination. It pleased all but her younger sister, because having no longer the advantage of her in respect of wit, she appeared, in comparison of her, a very disagreeable homely puss. The king governed himself by her advice, and would even sometimes hold a council in her apartment. The noise of this change spreading everywhere, all the young princes of the neighbouring kingdoms strove all they could to gain her favour, and almost all of them asked her in marriage, but she found not one of them had enough wit for her.